0: Rick Stevens, financial advisor with FRS Financial Group, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or
1: investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. For more detailed information regarding any of the topics discussed on today's show, please call 719-500-8700. This is Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial. Here's your host, Rick Stevens.
0: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. This is your host, Rick Stevens, and folks, remember that this is your show. If you've got questions that you would like to have answered, if there is a particular topic that is just burning a hole through that brain of yours that you really want to hear a little bit more about, Feel free to give us a call at 719-500-8700. You can send me an email, Stevens at frsfinancialgroup.com, or simply go to our website, frsfinancialgroup.com. Click that contact tab. Send us the question. Send us that topic. Connect with us because we would love to connect with you. This week, folks, in studio, as always, with my co-host, Andrew Rogers. Andrew, it's no longer October. It is. Not October. We are full-blown
1: into Christmas season.
0: Yes, yes we are. You know, Costco may have had their trees out for sale six weeks ago. Yep. But we can, I think, officially call it the holiday season. We still have Thanksgiving coming up, though. And we're officially done, though, with the uh, scourge of pumpkin spice,
1: the red cups at the big coffee giant are out now now we've got those apple flavors again
0: still though right a lot of
1: peppermint a little
0: peppermint in there tj's been listening to a lot of mariah carey in the mornings Uh, as we're getting ready for the uh, morning show so you know i would not uh I, i would not be surprised at that information right there yeah um you know we we will eventually get to our our christmas show this year and I don't remember if we did it last year or not, but I'm thinking about bringing out that top 10 most hated Christmas songs list. Mariah Carey may be on there. I think she's probably one through 8 in most people's categories so. just with different versions of the same one. Yes. 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 Absolutely. But it is in fact the season. The season, Andrew. I know it it comes up on folks really fast. It's like it they're they're not sure it happens every year. But we are in that holiday mode. We we have uh, <clears throat> let us say some some holiday stress. Yeah, that oftentimes comes this time of year. Not just the the uh, financial stress, but also that that mental, that emotional stress that is out there. Because uh, oftentimes one of those things that comes with the holidays is uh well family, and not that that could ever be stressful around anybody's house, whether family is close to you in town or a thousand miles away in a couple mm-hmm. of, you know, different states that you gotta go across to get there. The holidays and stress kind of go hand in hand. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely, you know, also one of the things where it's all it seems like it's so back to back to back where you have events, whether it be, you know, this group, this group, family, this family oh, now it's time for all the Decembers, and it's just one after another, and there's, like, no actual time to stop and take care of yourself and, you know, your simple household tasks that you need to do.
0: Yes, yes, and sometimes you even throw in uh, some of those birthdays if you have them at the end of the year. I've got two November birthdays at my house. So, you know, at one point in time, we're, we're early November, mid-November, then we're at uh, Thanksgiving, and then, you know, you, you fall straight into that uh, that Christmas season end of the year, which then goes, you know, you've got holiday party this and holiday party that for, you know, whether that's, whether that's you know, something going on with like a youth group or, a, or your own church small group or your your office. And all of a sudden, the last eight weeks of the year fill up really quickly and, uh, you know, there's some stress that goes in with that. and in, in fact, the, uh, the the holidays and stress, the holidays are actually one of the most stressful times, most stressful times that, that folks kind of come into. Um, and, and maybe this works in your house, very similar to how it works in mine. And, and quite frankly, I would guess most of the folks in the listening area fall into this category, Andrew, because 79%, 79%, four out of five, plan to shop for the holidays this year and that includes gifts that includes decoration that includes all kinds of other stuff right you you may be hosting Thanksgiving or yeah. Christmas dinner this year and there's some stress that that goes in with that sort of thing
1: yeah and it's one of those things too where it, it's surprising that you know it's the busy season it's usually shopping as you mentioned 80% rounding up. Are going to shop this year, but yet everyone gets just as stressed out about it every year. Even though it's not like we don't know it's going
0: to come back every right. year, right? It it kind of comes as a surprise uh, more often than not. Although I do, I I do say this with folks because I was I was just sitting with a client the other day and I went, "Where did the year go?" Right. The older I get, the more I realize Einstein was kind of a smart guy, mm-hmm. and his theory of relativity. I'm telling you, time is relative because the older I get, the faster it goes.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's also that, you know, kind of mindset because, you know, when you're younger, obviously you haven't experienced as much, so it's all longer. But then, you know, as you get a little bit more long in the tooth, you've had that extra perspective and you know, that cup just gets bigger and bigger, and it's harder to fill like it was when a kid. So it just seems like it's that much more kind of advancing.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's actually really common with folks to to feel that financial stress during the holidays, and and that's one of those things we're going to talk about today are, are some of those ways to kind of help to alleviate that holiday stress. 54 uh, percent, this was a, a survey that was done just a few weeks ago, 54 percent of holiday shoppers say they do expect to feel a financial burden in this upcoming season and one in three and this should not come as a surprise one in three say that inflation over the last few years is going to change the way they shop wait a minute inflation is going to have an impact
1: on what consumers do as we go into the busy consumer season who knew
0: who knew? Breaking news. Get sound <laughs> right, the sounder up. Yep. Right? That, that that inflation is going to change the way that folks are shopping. About 25% one in 4 say they are stressed out over the cost. I want to know what the other 8 are changing that they're not stressed out over the cost. Maybe they're just inflation. going on
1: the smaller yacht instead that, of the mega.
0: <laughs> that that could be. That, uh, that very well could be. Here's one of those other things that that I, I want to encourage folks with, right? 23% of folks say that the spending for the holidays will strain their budget. And here's what I want to say, folks, and this is going to be in one of those tips. We'll go in a little bit more in depth later, but it's okay to say no to spending. Yeah. It, it is okay. You might go, oh, there's going to be a relationship strain here. But I'm here to tell you it's better to, to strain that relationship than to strain the bank account.
1: Well, and especially noting all this time, as you mentioned, so many people are feeling that right now. So if it's a potential of putting a strain on a relationship, is it really a relationship...
0: That needs to move ahead. Exactly. Uh, are you Are you going to take the Dr. Phil role or the Dr. Laura role? Which yeah. which, which ones are we going to talk about here? Well, um, how's that working out for you? <laughs> you know, and that's that's one of those questions, right? Because, again, even, even digging a little deeper, about half of those folks, 23%, right, say they believe the spending is going to put a strain on their budget. 13% say they anticipate being pressured to spend more than they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That's where those discussions need to come in. What is that budget? How are we going to follow it? And let's make sure that we follow it. In fact, about 87%, 87%, almost 9 out of 10, say they want to do something to save money, uh, whether that's buying fewer items, whether that's looking for discounts, looking for sales, trying to stack some of those different ways in there. We want to be able to help folks, yeah. With that, that's that's what today is really all about. Our, our, hey, we're trying to give us lead time. We we should be on the air a couple of weeks before Black Friday. Hopefully, folks are listening to this to go. Ooh, I'm taking notes so that when I get out there for those Black Friday sales, I remember what I'm supposed to do to not be so
2: stressed.
1: Yeah, but I've got to ask though, if we're talking about you know people saying. I want to do something or fearing that, you know, going into the holiday season is going to strain their budget. Isn't that defeating the purpose of the budget? Isn't that something that's supposed to be year-round? It's not like you can all of a sudden just say, "Oh, you know what? The holidays are coming. It's going to be a lot more big meals. Now's the time. I'm going to start a diet. I'm going to change my lifestyle
0: and then feel restricted <laughs> for the next Two months. I'm not going to allow myself to eat more than a tablespoon of mashed potatoes and a third of a hot roll.
1: Yes. <laughs> because again, if you're if you're doing it right and hopefully this could be that launching point if you haven't yet can it get that steam rolling in towards January, that it should be something that you're already rolling on and you already have that budget set up so that it's just maybe more of a resource allocation instead of oh, all of a sudden now the whole bread starter is out of the pan. We've got to try and get everything that's
0: expanding back in last minute. Precisely. You know, this this is one of those things that we hope we've been planning for for the full year. Yeah. Um, and there are folks, though, that have been planning for it. They, they, they have that, you know, every year I spend X dollars at Christmas, but they may not have been putting it away mm-hmm. to hit that uh, cash on hand, shall we say, at that time. So, when those things happen, we've got to be thinking about how can I do this in the most cost effective way, but I still want to have those good memories. Yeah. Right? I, I don't want to have that, you know, my kids one day in therapy going, oh my goodness, we don't do Thanksgiving or Christmas because do you understand how crazy dad went? Yeah. It, it's not, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to Clark Griswold anybody <laughs> and, and put them into therapy for True. that sort of stuff. So there are some different ways here, folks, to to kind of help with that holiday stress. One of them is, believe it or not, have that discussion, Andrew, with your family about those low cost ways to celebrate. And I mean, you know, kind of using
1: that Clark Griswold, you know, example. How do you have those situations where you have family members in, you know, all the different levels, all the way from you know the the Clark's to your Cousin Eddie's, to you know the people living on the hog. How do you have those kind of conversations where you have maybe people feeling like they're being pushed too far into a budget, or others that say, "I want to be able to, you know, use what I have and bless the rest of the family," but others might see it as overstepping.
0: Well, you know, one of those one of those things that uh, that I oftentimes will will talk to folks about is we can do this and we can make this fun without really having to worry about those folks that might be going above and beyond, Mm -hmm. um, is to, if we we set some ground rules, for example. So rather than, you know, I buy all these gifts for all of my siblings and all of their nieces and nephews, you can do that, you know, we're drawing names out of a hat. I, I might know somebody who takes great joy in not only drawing names but trying to figure out who's got who wait you do too uh uh, uh, well it might be the same one (laughs) i was gonna say because i
1: mean that's kind of the extra fun every year of figuring that out
0: (laughs) uh so there is that fun there's there's also we've actually taken and done this a few different times having that family white elephant gift piece it's amazing what some people will try to trade for in terms of, I'm going to take my gift and trade for this one, yeah. or I want to steal that one back, right? Uh, we we actually had once passed around, as often as it could get, almost immediately, a cookie jar and a bag of Oreos. Yeah, Like, that was the hot item at, at one particular event. Couldn't have been a $10 cookie jar and a bag of Oreos, yeah. but everybody wanted those pieces, um, actually, at one point in time, had uh, passed around this really goofy fish statue as well. Like, why in the world would anybody want that? And the answer is for another white elephant gift exchange.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, but then that's also having those, you know, pre-established ground rules so you don't have, you know, the, the Michael Scott of the family coming in and uh, <laughs> throwing in an iPod. I right. mean, back when that would have been... Right. I mean whatever the equivalent today would not be, you know, iPad or yeah, new phone and, and, and or something. Oh, yeah, something along those lines. You know, to kind of upset the Apple
0: cart. Yep, and those those are part of those ground rules, right? Spend up to X dollars. But, and we've done this before, it's okay to spend up to say 25 bucks, but please try to make it a $5 sort of an item. And you can actually get uh, some some pretty nice White Elephant gifts for $5 at places like The Ark and Goodwill and and that sort of a store. So those things are out there. They are out there. They're available. And ultimately, it's about the fun of that. It's not about what are these really cool things I can get for you. Um, a, a few years ago, and, and my uncle used to be great at this, they would send us a box from Florida when we were kids, and it couldn't have had 10 bucks worth of stuff in it. Now, granted, it's a long time ago, and a long time ago $10 bought a lot more than it does today. Yeah. But it was always fun to open up the box because it was, what did they find at Dollar Tree? And who was going to get what sort of a thing? I did this uh, a couple of years ago for my nieces and nephews. My brother, his entire family, huge St. Louis Cardinal fans, except his youngest son. Really? Who has decided he will root for the team that plays at 1060 West Addison Street on the north side of Chicago. So as a little bit of fun, at the end of the baseball season, the MLB stores all have these like 90% discount Mm -hmm. rates. And I bought him a pair of Chicago Cubs Crocs for like 4 bucks. Really? And that was probably the best thing was seeing them all open this giant box and there are Cubs Crocs sitting right on top of oh. that box. It was it was kind of fun. Yeah. Wait. They
1: they play baseball at uh, the residence of one Elwood Blues. Uh,
0: they do. Okay. In fact, they they uh, he invites a lot of different folks over uh, through throughout the year to watch those games being played. Yeah, never knew that. So you know, have some fun in here, right? Find a fun way to celebrate. the The other part of that, right, is also being comfortable with saying no. Right. It's a very short word, oftentimes a very difficult one. But but having that honest conversation with those folks, especially if we're talking not just, you know, grandma and grandpa that are here, but grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles, cousins, people that, uh, you know, were your brothers, cousins, roommates, sisters, boyfriend, whatever kind of a thing going on there. Get comfortable saying, you know what, this is what we're going to spend this year it's okay. This is what we're going to do. We've set a budget and we have also set, this is the important word, boundaries around what we're going to spend and we're going to stick to it, right? Yes, things have gone up in price, not just for my house, not just for your house, but across the country, Andrew. So most folks, especially over the last couple of years, should be able to understand a little bit more about that. You know what? It probably is a good idea to to cut back on what's getting spent this holiday season.
1: Yeah, and again, that's where it's that open communication as well and uh, hoping everyone is with it and kind of along those lines. I know we've talked about this in the past before. It doesn't have to be the stuff part of it. It could be those yes. experiences. It could be something else, which is, most of the time more valuable than just something that's
0: going to be used for a couple months and then lost or forgotten about. Exactly. Exactly. It is those experiences. Um, you know, when, when we were in our younger years, back in our dating years, uh, my, my wife and I would, would split. We'd actually go to uh, my side of the family uh, on typically Christmas Eve, her side of the family Christmas Day, her grandma had nine kids, and also had 17 other foster kids that she had raised over the years. Wow. So at any point in time on Christmas Day at her grandma's house, there were 40 to 50 different people. And you know what? We didn't exchange gifts. People just brought food, sat, enjoyed the whole day, believe it or not, sitting around talking to each other. It's a novel concept.
1: Well, that was back before you had, you know, the cell phones to be all, you know, ign- ignoring each other, catching up on sports things or checking out Instagram or things like that. Yeah, very true. Simpler very times. true.
0: It, it was also uh, rural southern Illinois, so we we had probably just only recently gotten color TV at that point in time as well. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of farm chores to do no matter what. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. But but that whole idea, right? Of of maybe even changing up the tradition a little bit, and and rather than that gift of stuff, it's the gift of time, and it's it is that experience together. Because quite frankly, uh, you may you may have folks that are traveling from quite a distance, or you yourselves might be traveling from quite a distance, and that's not cheap either. Yeah. So putting that putting that budget in there together, being able to say no. And, and quite frankly, even on that budget side, we've got to have a realistic budget, right? We've got to have that realistic, this is what our budget can truly afford to have happen. That's where some of those white elephant gift exchanges come in. Uh, I've, I've actually had folks tell me they do two white elephants. One is the, I just found this around my house exchange. The other one is, and then this one we spent like 10 bucks 12 bucks on yeah. exchange. So you've got the fun on both sides of that.
1: Yeah, and it's a great way to do it. We're up against that first break, though. When we come back, if you are heading out and about doing that, sticking on a budget, we'll have some ways that you can make sure you do that, stay organized, and not fall prey to some of those random upstart impulse buys. That is we continue here on Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group.
2: Does stock market volatility have you wondering which way is up? Do the talking heads and doomsayers have you wondering if this really is the end? If you want straight answers from an advisor who isn't just trying to sell you something, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment today. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday at noon. Products and services offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.
0: Well, folks, thanks for sticking with us through that break. Rick Stevens here in studio with Andrew Rogers. This is Money Matters presented by FRS Financial. Andrew, we are talking about those ways to reduce some stress, stay on budget during the holidays, and there are a few Pieces in here that that aren't just you know holiday sort of things. They they really are good consumer, good shopper things to do. But we especially especially at the holidays need to be thinking about these. Yeah,
1: and it, it could be much more simple than you think. But it also includes some planning. And I don't yes. know about you, Rick, but usually I don't really start Christmas shopping, let alone wrap it up until you know the weekend or couple afternoons beforehand.
0: I, I may have been known a time or two to be out Christmas Eve yeah. picking up some things. Not because I forgot, right? I'm not doing that. The husband mad dashed to the store on December 24th to get something for his wife. It's just you didn't start until it's, December 24th. So well, you can't forget what you don't start. So Sometimes it's the, you know what? There's one more thing that, that is on the mm-hmm. list that I haven't gotten to yet. And it would be the the icing on the cake. Yeah. But the way to know that there's one more thing on your list, Andrew, have a list. Ooh. I know. I know. It's it's one of those crazy concepts, right? You know, if it's good enough for the big guy in the red coat, it's probably good enough for us here. It comes in handy. I think that's why he makes that list, is it comes in handy. And, and again, to make that list... All we've got to do is go, what do I want to get for Mm folks, right? If I am actually getting them something that isn't an experience, that I'm actually going to get an item that that says something, let's let's break that down, right? We go, you know, I've got mom, dad, my brother, two sisters. I've got a uh, a brother-in-law. I've got a sister-in-law. I've got four nieces and nephews. How do I want to break this sort of thing down? Or my wife and I do it for our own kids, because yeah. that's a long enough list as it is. I was about to say, that is a very long list. <laughs> and and we've got to deal with a list of one of them's got to take it back to Montana. One of them's got to take it back to Anchorage. What are we going to get that'll travel? Yeah. So we got to think about those things in there, too. But it's also, it's not just about that gift side. If If we are some of those folks that might be hosting a meal, maybe Thanksgiving or, or Christmas this year, the family meal is at your house, you want to start thinking about ahead of time things like, if I'm buying a turkey, I probably can't buy that the week before. Yeah. A, it's going to be three times the price, and B, there might not be any left. Or
1: if it is, it'll be woefully too big, and you need yes. to start cooking it that night.
0: Or woefully too small and no one getting turkey. Yeah, it's uh, it's either going to be about the size of a Volkswagen or a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. One of those two when, when we're getting that close. So we want to think about those things. And, and believe it or not, even on the food side, we're in November. Places have started actually some of those discounts on your traditional holiday items. Yeah,
1: and it's something, too, to plan ahead. I was hearing uh, some news stories on the national side that, uh, you know, most of it will be more expensive. The turkey won't be thanks to uh, not having a big avian flu outbreak Yes, this yes. Year. But there's other core staples that will be much higher, including I think it was like cranberries that were like 60% higher than last year. Yes,
0: yes. This, this may be one of those years where uh, at the Stevens house – we're probably just going to go cranberry free because we we don't necessarily do the uh, the old fashioned you know slide it out of the can variety. We actually make our own yeah. cranberry sauce, and this might be a non cranberry sauce year. Yeah, apparently, it's been a bad year at the bogs. Yes, yes, indeed. So so you've got that you know make that list get things in advance, keep things in storage, you know, maybe for a couple of weeks in the pantry before you're going to actually need them because yeah, that's those, when they, you can buy them on sale. Yeah,
1: and some of those dry store things that you know aren't going to be real-time sensitive that you can just stock up now while the getting's good.
0: Exactly. And and believe it or not, there are also different apps. I mean, we work in a digital age. We live mm-hmm. in a digital age. There are actual apps that have rewards or discounts that that you can use. Yeah. Um, I know, for example, my wife finally got me to download the King Supers app because there are certain coupons that are only digital coupons. They don't come in that Sunday paper. They're only available digitally on the app. So if you've got that store, folks, that you shop at, see if they have particular apps and particular specials that come through there. Also. This one kind of blew my mind when I first looked at it. And then I thought, Andrew, these people are right. The average American has two to three unused gift cards in their house. They may not have fully used. They may have partially used, mm-hmm. but two to three unused. And did you know that the amount of money on those two to three combined is about $200? Really? Yes. Yes. So maybe somebody gave you one of those Visa or MasterCard debit thingies that they preloaded. Uh, maybe you got a rewards card from something else that was one of those. Go see if you've got those things, folks, because if you've got a couple hundred dollars of unused credits on that sort of thing, that's going to help with that budget as well. I mean, I don't know about you, Andrew, but I could figure out a way to spend a couple hundred extra dollars in there that's not already coming out of my pocket.
1: Yeah. And, you know, especially you mentioned those prepaid gift cards and those like Visa cards, you might have three or four of them that just have a tiny bit, but those will all
0: add up. Exactly. I mean, if you're talking, you know, I've got three or four and they've all got 10 to $12 on them. Well, that's closing in on 50 bucks, yeah. and that that's useful. Uh, one of those other things, and this is sort of that when we're feeling the stress of everything going on, uh, last two kind of pieces in here. One of them is to practice what, you know, different places will call things like mindfulness. Yeah. And all that really is is, oh my goodness, I'm worried about the cost of all of these things, the financial pressure. Folks give yourself a little bit of grace and a little bit of space so that you can breathe, reset and go okay. This is the this is the budget I'm working with. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, Andrew, worry about what somebody else is doing, how somebody else is living, how somebody else is spending. I'm just going to live in the world I'm in
1: right now. And especially, you know, because you're going to have all that other kind of pent-up stress with everything else going on, whether you're hosting or going to somewhere, you have to get ready. Get the kids ready, which, you know, is bad enough, I know, with two. I don't know how you do it with, you know, a starting lineup. <laughs> so, uh, we, we
0: practice Henry Ford's uh, assembly line concept. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're already going to be kind of
1: higher, you know, tuned as it is. And then, you know, throw on the financials and everything else. It's tough, but, you know, it's, it's great to say that. Mm -hmm. And I'll use myself as an example. I can say it until, you know, blue in the face, you know, take some time, take a deep breath. But how do you actually engage in doing that? Because doing it is another step on side of just saying it or trying to remind yourself.
0: Well, part of of that also goes with those uh, parameters that we're setting. Um, One of those things that we have done for years uh, as a family, I can even remember as a kid, uh, the the way that our our family and our cousins and everybody were getting together, we operated in the ish world. Okay. Right. So what what the ish world means is we're gonna eat around noon. Somewhere around noon, we're actually gonna start serving food. Show up whenever. There'll be plenty of food. You could show up at eleven and hang out for an hour before, and we'll chat and laugh and do all these things and play some games, and then we end up with food, show up at 2 o'clock. There'll still be plenty of food. Just get there when you get there, and don't worry about the stress of the time constraint. That's always the big piece. And
1: no one I don't think at the end of the day, and again, I'm going to have to remind myself, maybe play this back (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to, nobody's going to remember what you wore Did this family get together on that day, or nobody's gonna remember if your kids are, you know, exactly matching or, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe twelve years ago the little guy had something on his shirt when you sat down for Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Nobody's nobody's gonna notice that. Uh the only the only thing uh maybe in your world, Andrew, that folks might notice is whether or not you wore the Honolulu blue or you wore the white. Yeah. Because Clearly, the Lions are going to be on on Thanksgiving Day. True. So you you, you got to kind of think through that. I would I would go with either the Honolulu Blue or maybe the new Battleship Gray, because you, if you drop something on the white, it could stain. Well,
1: I mean, it's also it's a good cheat code because it's always at home. Yes. So yes, the blue is always good. Probably a little colder. Yes. So I got more blue hoodies. Awesome. I, I, I can expand the range a little
0: bit. It works. Yeah. It all works. Uh, one, one last thing before we jump into that final break, one last tip, and it kind of goes hand in hand with that, you know, practicing that mindfulness, trying to give yourself time to breathe is, is making sure, folks, during this stressful time that you're going to find somehow to find some joy and that you're going to practice some self-care. Yeah. And it's and it's really easy that when we're stressed out to totally forget about taking care of ourselves, um, and especially when we're talking financial stress. Yeah. Right. Very easy to go. Oh, I could use a massage right now, but I am not going to go pay for one because I'm going to go spend X Y Z amount of dollars over here. But figure out how to take some time. Go take a walk. Right. Find a way to find something that you like to do, Andrew, to relax, which probably means not watching a Lions game. Because if you watch the Lions like I watch the Bears, my blood pressure's up before the first quarter's over. True. Uh, it used to be. So uh, my blood pressure's still up before the first quarter's over. It goes down by halftime because I've already turned off the game.
1: Yeah, but I gotta <laughs> ask, you know, kind of with that, you know, what what is that key thing? What is one thing that you do to kind of? Take that edge off to kind of get that mental reset, and maybe put
0: your oxygen mask on before you help someone else. Uh, the the crazy part about this is, and I know it doesn't work for everybody. The way I do that is I go to the gym. I go to the Y. I get a good walk in. I go, get a good lift in. I've got those endorphins running through. That helps to reduce my stress. Mm-hmm. My wife likes to turn off the lights. Fill the bathtub, light some candles, and relax that way. Yeah. So, we've all got different ways we can kind of escape. Mm -hmm. Um, I know know folks who their escape is they go to the movies. Yeah. Nothing wrong with going to the movies to go, you know what, I'm going to escape reality for a couple of hours.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, that's kind of similar to mine, and it might be, you know, the- opposite of the science and what everyone would think so Mm -hmm. this could probably be you know a a bigger indication for a future show but a nice hot cup of coffee and some headphones with some loud kind of maybe more heavy aggressive you know music and just sit down and have that coffee listen to probably some metallica or something fast and kind of get that reset going
0: that way well the that might be what rolls through my my earbuds during a workout little little metallica a little acdc something to make the the heartbeat just go a little bit quicker yeah but yes i do find that relaxing because there is an endorphin piece that comes out of that as well well folks we are up against that final break in today's show when we come back we're going to talk about alleviating some of that travel stress So stick around. We will be right back.
2: Money affects each of us in different ways. Sometimes it's a source of stress and fear. Sometimes it's a source of comfort and security. Whatever your perspective, it's always good to get a second set of eyes on your finances to help serve as a guide. If you are looking for that guidance, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday at noon. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Well, folks, thanks for sticking with us through that break right here
0: on Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. Rick Stevens in studio, Andrew Rogers. We are hopefully helping you to alleviate some some stress this holiday season as we are getting into that. And Andrew, there's one really big stressor that a lot of folks deal with at this time of the year whether that's around Thanksgiving, whether that's around Christmas, and it's travel.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough outside of the holiday season.
0: <laughs> you know if uh, if you are one of the more than 115 million Americans, so Andrew, roughly one third of the country will be traveling during the holidays and and I don't know about you. I am not a fan of ginormous crowds. Um, I I am not a big crowds guy. This year, though, I am going to be traveling the Friday after Thanksgiving through Denver. So there are going to be some crowds. Mm -hmm. But there are ways that you can actually make not only the travel stuff kind of fit a little bit better in a budget, but also to make it a little less stressful in there. Oh, please, enlighten us. So, we all know that when it comes to the holidays, your airlines, your hotels, your even your car rentals are going to typically cost more. That's why we want to try to practice that earlier in the year planning part, right? Mm-hmm. Because we can find some of those discounts earlier in the year. And, and it's hard not to be sucked into that spending cycle yeah. during the holidays. But having that forethought, doing that budgeting, typically is going to go a long way to being able to manage your finance as well. One of those first things is if you're doing holiday travel, start by checking out those discount sites. Yeah, Right? Those, those different, whether it's a discount hotel site, a discount rental car site, a discount uh, airfare site. Check those out. Find out what the good rates are that they've got available. You also want to make sure of a couple of different things. Now, I have not ever traveled with all six of my children. I have traveled with all four of them before. On an airplane, having to get a rental, having to find a place. And we actually did uh, an Airbnb uh, rather than the hotel rooms because that also is an expense going for in there. But you also got to take a look at what time are the flights that these discount places have available, because while saving money is good, saving your sanity is better. Yeah, because time is also money. So is it really
1: going to be a savings to do all that extra?
0: Exactly. And you know, uh, just because you can take the red eye with the kids, you might really not want to. Yeah. Um, my my children, they can they can sleep through you know the apocalypse happening, but if I put them in a vehicle or on an airplane, they're awake. Yeah, They're not going to sleep overnight. Mm-hmm. That's why we did the overnight drive back to Illinois once, because nobody slept. Yeah. The whole idea was, you guys can sleep and you just wake up and you'll be at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Nobody slept. Yep. It was a long 14 hours, that <sighs> trip. So we want to check those discount sites. You could also check those aggregator sites, right? Those places that go out and mm-hmm. search most, not all, but most of your different places. Things like your booking.com, your hopper, your kayak, your hotwire. Those are also good places to go through and, and try to find a deal because sometimes you can actually get a pretty good deal if you are bundling things through there, your hotel and your airfare and your car.
1: yeah and there's also you know some of those other things you're already paying for, whether it be like a Costco or some kind of other membership that may have a travel wing that could get you some de- discounts because you're already a member of their network.
0: yep yep, absolutely and it's and it's one of those things that uh, I I always think of. After I've typically scheduled my, my trip somewhere, as I'm walking out of Costco on a Saturday morning, because I go at 9.30 to try to beat all the crazy crowd through yeah. there, but I got to do it on a Saturday, so there's a there's a six of one, half a dozen of the other, not going late on a Saturday, but as I'm headed out of Costco, I always go, ah, probably should have looked at, because I'm reminded at, as I'm exiting of the Costco travel place that I can take a look at.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of networks like that. Or I know there's, you know, other, you know, networks you have some, you know, cell phone providers even will have different discounts or there's loyalty with XYZ Association you might be a member of. So that's worth, exactly. you know, that,
0: you know, couple minute check could end up saving you a little bit more. Yep. And even I know some of uh some of even the credit card companies have their own travel, uh, shall we say, partnerships. Yeah. Where they again can get you some of those discounted uh, discounted rates. One of the other things, and I, I have found this over the years, it doesn't always work this way. But sometimes after you've gone through like your aggregators and you've gone through your Costco's and your SAMS and you've gone through your your Capital One, if you go directly to the airline, sometimes there are things they have available directly through the airline that those other places don't have yeah. for you, which is also also a nice thing to to be able to take a look at. And, and this is one of those goofy things as well. This happened to me. Okay. I'm flying the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. One-way trip, Denver to St. Louis. Family's picking me up in St. Louis. I'm going to get my dad's truck, which becomes my truck. Okay. Because I know we've established that, you know, when you're the one driving it, it's apparently ownership. It's not my truck in Montana. Well, I think it's also having to do something
1: with the title and registration. Well, all that stuff and- too.
0: The, the, my new details. Yes, minute details in there. So I'm going to pick up my new-to-me truck mm-hmm. and drive it back. So I've got a one-way seat, and I went through, checked all the different places and the prices, found a good price on a particular airline. Then I went to their website. Mm-hmm. Because I gotta take all my, all my stuff with me. Yeah. I actually have to check baggage this time because I'm gonna be there for about 10 days. It's, okay. it's deer season. I'll be out hunting. Gotta send some stuff on with me. So I look at this and I go, okay, ticket price is X dollars for the economy class. If I want to select my seat, it's an additional X amount of dollars. Yeah. I've got two bags to check. Bag one cost me Y, bag two cost me Z. My all in total. Is this particular number? Yeah. Or I could upgrade myself to first class where you don't have to pay to select your seat, you don't pay for the first two bags, and the all in price was actually cheaper yeah. than having to pay for those things and sit in economy. And you get to treat yourself. And I get to treat myself a little bit. I get a little bit of leg room that I didn't have to pay extra for. Yeah. I, I actually have, and this was one of those weird things, in that particular airline, they have power cables in first class. There's no place to plug in, though, in economy. Yeah. So I can actually plug in my phone. I can, you know, pop my headphones in and and, and watch, you know, The Hobbit or whatever mm-hmm. it is that I have decided to download from my uh uh amazon prime sort of thing that they've allowed me to do They have wi-fi in first class crazy you don't have to pay for all that stuff yeah and it actually comes out cheaper so just a little research yeah a little research in there can help with some of that sort of thing
1: and we've done this too we're researching and kind of looking at options and even you know i know a lot of people want to just take kind of that easy route and that bundling we even found, you know, some of the times when we were traveling much more living out of state and coming back to Colorado, sometimes it's actually more beneficial to book two
0: one-way tickets, yes, as opposed to just clicking that round trip button. Exactly. Exactly. And that's again, that's one of those crazy things that we we've had in our heads and maybe, you know, 25, 30, 40 years ago it was that way. It was more expensive to do a one-way versus a round trip but with so many people who do one-way travel these days mm-hmm. they've you know they they bought the what they will call the open-ended ticket of we're coming back sometime really that's just two one-way tickets so oftentimes these days you can find that it's cheaper to pay for one-way twice than round trip once
1: yeah and then it also you know comes to with that traveling as well cuz there's also that t- Different travel math a lot of times, maybe different travel budgeting that you need to keep in mind because I I know it's kind of that viral trend of this demographic math. And, you know, if you're going on a big trip that you've already maybe paid for already, Mm -hmm. you all of a sudden then think once you get there, everything else is free or this part is free and you can spend much more on eating, things like that. And you gotta maintain that still level of budget that this is all come out one way or another. It just
0: depends on if you did it before or right then and there. Exactly. Exactly. It's keeping that budget in mind as you are traveling that's really going to help reduce some of that stress along the way as well. Um we also have to think about, you know, the we we've seen the last few years, the VRBOs, the Airbnbs, they have blown up in terms of the industry as really a true competitor to the yeah. hotels. But, and, and I'm going to guess that there are folks out here, listeners who have probably seen that that viral meme, if you will, of of that $450 VRBO rental that after they add in all of the other fees, the cleaning fee, the management fee, the maintenance fee, the damage fee, all of those, was over $1,000. Yeah, you gotta pay attention to that. Yeah, folks. you gotta pay attention.
1: And even you know they've got the on the car side now doing it. You know the Turo, yes. the other kind of car. You also have to look at the fine details as far as extra fuel, any insurance impacts, things like that. Because the the benefit sometimes of using the bigger companies is that there's much more already established. You know, infrastructure behind it. Yes. So, what you might think is a deal could end up being a major impact down the road.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And again, that's why we want to make sure before we sign off on anything, before we, uh, you know, reserve this, that, or the other, that we know all of those details. Also, oftentimes, if you're talking about like a a hotel room, usually they have like a 24 hour cancellation sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Sometimes, if you're talking an Airbnb or a VRBO, you've got a 7- or 14-day cancellation notice. You've got to actually let them know one to two weeks in advance that you're going to cancel. So things like this that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to travel, but you've got a couple kids that got sick and now you can't, you want to make sure that's not going to cost you in the long run. Yeah, or making sure,
1: you know, you read those reviews of the airbnb host and you're not you know going back about charges three four weeks afterwards because you may have misplaced a spatula in a different part of the drawer than what
0: they had thought they clearly (laughs) outlined right right it was supposed to go on the right hand side of the top drawer and you put it in the middle of the middle yes um Andrew, I don't know if you've ever traveled with kids. I mean, you've only got a couple. I mean, we've
1: done it once. We're gearing up now, but our kids have expanded 100%. Yes. So I've actually (laughs) never traveled with both of them outside of a road trip, which, again, just as your case, Mm -hmm. no sleep was had.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know, um, I, I have learned this in traveling with kids, and I'm pretty sure every parent out there knows this as well. If you are traveling with your children, you've got to plan for every possible worst-case scenario. Mm -hmm. And not that it ever happened to me with a child, a male child. Now, you may not have to worry about this just yet, but a male, male child who, as we were going to the airport, I made sure to ask, you didn't bring a pocket knife, right? Yeah. Oh, no, Dad, I didn't bring my pocket knife at all. Only to find out technically it wasn't in his pocket, it was in his backpack that he was carrying on. Oh, of course. So, you know, you got a plan for all of these. Now what are we going to do? Because it's not like you want to go rent a locker at DIA to keep that pocket knife stuck in that locker for however long you're going to be gone. And it's not like you really feel like going back out to the vehicle to just come back through the security line again either. Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to give up the pocket knife. And that's a hard discussion with a seven year old boy. But it's a good learning lesson yeah. about
1: actually being prepared moving ahead. Yes. But as that, and you know, you're a lot more level headed probably than I am, <laughs> but you've also got more experience with it. I mean, traveling with kids takes an already stressful situation and then throws it on. 20 fold yes. probably. So I mean, you know, what else is there to do to keep those, you know, times stressful so that you all you make it there in one piece, but also everyone makes it to their final destination in one piece.
0: You know, one of those things that we have actually taken to doing um when we're actually doing the driving places because we drive a lot more places than than we fly these days because believe it or not, it's, cheaper to drive with eight of you than it usually is to fly with eight of you uh Uh, we actually make sure that each of the kids has selected a, a an appropriate appropriate being the key here entertainment item for the group okay so whether that's you know they've picked out their favorite cd they've decided we're all going to watch you know this particular movie Uh, We're going to all listen to this particular audio book. We give them some of the ownership. We've scheduled in because we're crazy the rotation of how things are going to happen. And we make sure that they know this is how it's going to run. This is how we're going to do A, B, and C. And, you know, we're going to stop and we're going to take a break here. We're going to get out and we're going to stretch and we're going to put fuel in. And when we get back in the vehicle, this is what's happening next. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of communication going on in there. There's a lot of planning that goes on. My wife is a tremendous planner. If I uh, gave her the option, she would plan out every hour of every day that we were going to be gone. She would do that. Uh, Even sometimes it might go 1 o'clock, same as noon, 2 o'clock, same as 1. Everything would be planned through there. But it's making sure that that their voice is going to be heard, and it's going to be heard in a way that— Everybody is okay with it, mm-hmm. and that's the hard part, because sometimes uh, you know the little ones they've wanted to go. You know what? I wanna I wanna play the Barney DVD, and Dad may or may not have had to nix that. Yeah, because there are certain things Dad doesn't want to hear while driving across Kansas. Or especially you know especially
1: nowadays there's you know even the younger's uh-huh that you don't have to deal with as much. And with the streaming world and you know any music you want available yes. nonstop, yes, I want to hear that again. I want to hear that again. And there's <laughs> only so many times you can hear that song before you want to take some extreme measures.
0: Yes, yes, very much so. One of the other things that that we make sure we do with the kids is you know especially when they were younger if we had to travel and we, we had one that was maybe in a stroller or we had car seats, that sort of thing, is to utilize, uh, let's say, their skill set as much as possible. Okay. So if I've got one who we're going to need a stroller for, but they don't need it right then, I actually have let my girls put their doll in the stroller and push the stroller so okay. dad didn't have to do that. Um, or I've allowed them to, you know, we're we're going with booster seats. You guys carry your booster seat. Dad shouldn't have to carry your booster seat. You can you can carry that. You're strong enough.
1: But I guess it all comes down to the same thing, whether it is, you know, the shopping element, the meal planning and the events, the travel. It all comes back to that same word that I think we mentioned more and more is just planning and going in and having a plan but also sticking to it. Because you can have a plan for anything. Uh, true, very true. But the bigger part, you know, the 75% of that equation <laughs> is actually
0: following through. Right, right. And and that's, you know, that that's that part of kind of building in that mindset. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. We've communicated it in advance. Um, so, you know, once we actually get in the vehicle and we're going wherever it is, it's not a surprise to anybody. It's something that they know we're going to do. They know it's coming out this way. And, and we've kind of set up that worst case scenario if all else fails, right? Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to go down. And that's one of those last pieces in there, right? If you are driving for the holidays, we've already seen our first snowfall. We've already seen it get cold. That happens in October, November, and December. Sometimes there's snow, but... Oftentimes it gets pretty cold. If we're traveling, especially we're traveling that fairly long distance, guys, we got to make sure we've got that emergency stuff in our vehicle, right? Whether it's gloves and hats and coats or blankets. Theoretically, everybody says food and water. I actually look at that and go protein bar, right? Got to have a protein bar because if I'm going to be stuck on the side of the road for a couple hours, yeah, that's going to be more filling than uh, you know. Hey, I'm going to have a nice bologna sandwich, mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing. Something something very nice and quick, uh, hot hands, right? Those little shake-up packs that, uh, that that hunters use. Always good to have those, you know, kind of in the vehicle, especially in cold weather, because they will have uh, anywhere from eight to ten hours of heat available. If you're going through snow country, make sure you've got chains with you, um, because believe it or not, the roads get slick, Andrew, when there's snow huh. on. Well, and two, if you're taking the
1: whole crew, whether it's two or eight (laughs) you can also avoid some of that some of that dad stress if you're driving bring those airpods bring some earbuds especially now that they have a little transparency you can still hear some emergency noise out there yep but you can drown everyone else out and be in your own world and let them (laughs) do what they're doing while you're driving
0: exactly exactly so you know you got, you, you've got that car, that vehicle, that SUV. You've got your, your snow stuff, right? Your tire chains, your brush, your scraper. First aid kit, always good to have, whether that's winter or summer, whatever. I always tell folks, you will not believe how many people don't have a phone charger in their car. Yeah. Have a phone charger, right? Have that phone charger in there. Jumper cables, portable jumper box. Also, great things to be able to have in the event that uh, it is cold and your battery goes, that's it. I'm out of here. So, different things through there folks if you have any questions if there's something that you may have missed from this big long list if you're feeling a little stressed out and just want to chat you are welcome to give me a call at 719-500-8700 over at frs financial we will help to sit down talk about those different financial stressors going on try to help you figure out how to uh, alleviate some of that andrew it's been a good week And you know what? We'll do it again next week. We will. Because your money matters. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.